Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is FL 104's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast with Jim Jim and Nobby. His new music coming this week, actually, if you're a fan of Sam of the Smiths. I am, I am a fan of the Sam, I am. Adele has a fella, it's official. Good. So she has been seen out with him. His name is uh, Rich Paul. Rich Paul. He's 39. He's a US sports agent. And he's, he is, I think, rich by name. Rich by nature. But well, not yeah. The, I mean, not the, the money counts to her. She doesn't care. It's Adele Rich Paul as well. She doesn't need a bloke. So it's a fish. For the poke. Very good. Uh, yeah, it's been a good few years since herself. I think Simon. Simon. Was she married to him or was it just a boy together? I can't. I think she was married. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, I think Didn't go on very long, so you can't blame us for not remembering. A couple of years, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, uh, she wrote some really good heartbreak songs about that and then now she's happy. If she's ever asked to release some music again because it never feels like she's going to. Um, singing along to uh, music can make you mentally overloaded when you're driving a car. So listening to happy upbeat songs and you know the words and you're belting along tonight not good isn't it apparently you could be mentally overloaded increases your chance of making potentially deadly errors now when everyone starts to learn how to drive you can't have tunes then you have to have it all turned off yes well, well, it's weird I, like that there, like you there can't are certain think. songs I'd have to turn off because they'd make me drive too fast right well it's a bit like that yeah, yeah. Uh, research has said drivers should be aware of using loud lyrical music in urban environments because it was elevated levels of activation and even aggression, particularly in the young. I don't know. I, I do like a bit of the funk. Well, last night in Kin, she wasn't listening to any music and there was a bit of road rage that didn't end, uh, as you might expect. Okay. No tunes were involved, though. Married couples are increasingly mixing, uh, mixing it up to meshing their surnames after tying the knot. This is the new thing. So the number of newlyweds wanting to combine their last two names... We'd be Nugent Noble, not just... If we got married, yeah. Yeah. Noble Nugent. Which, which sounds better? Noble Nugent probably sounds better. Don't know. Sounds anyway, no, what they do like is accountants firm. They don't do the double barrel. So this is the new thing. So it's increased sevenfold in the last two years. So the trendier way now is to combine surnames. Well, like like a celebrity smash up name thing. Nugible. That's ridiculous. Or but then neither no, of you. Noble Nobgent. Nobgent. <laughs> <laughs> So the most famous couple is Dawn Porter. She married Chris O'Dowd and yeah. she changed her name to Dawn O'Porter. Porter. Instead of Dawn O'Dowd. But at least I, think, I think he's O'Porter as well. Or No, I can't remember what they did. At least one of their surnames is living on though. If you smash the two names together then no one's name is carried through. Yes. You know? But sure, all surnames came from somewhere. You know, butchers and bakers and. Be a fella trying to do a family tree in a hundred years, trying to figure out what the yeah, hell happened. Exactly, the, the surname is under attack. Yeah, but sure, like everything else, who cares? I think well, the Donna Porter thing kind of worked just because that was part of her name. But now, uh, I do know, uh, I know a couple of guys who took the name of the lady and disappeared their name or dropped their name, dropped their name, or their family think of that. What, well, about, what about just taking I mean, the lady's name and adding it in? Well, like, like, why Why do you have to take the man's name? And no know? one gets hurt. Rip up the rule book, you know? Who, who, why do you have to do whatever? Mm. So, yeah, a couple of guys, and they were way ahead of their time, they did it ages ago, and they took the wife's name and dropped their own. <clears throat> I don't know if they had a problem with their own family or what. <laughs> but I, like, I, can, I can understand taking somebody else's name and, and like sm- smooshing it together, but dropping your That's own name... That's a joke, though. But like so, women for hundreds and hundreds of years, thousands of years have taken them their husband's name, or some don't bother. And dro- yeah, some don't bother now. But I they, didn't bother. Yeah, well, was want to be associated with me? It's not the that's the kind of the, the thing at the moment. But years ago, you had to. It was like, yeah, give up work and take a surname. Probably be outrageous. Yeah, give it up work. Like how Ridiculous. strange. Yeah, if you got pregnant. You couldn't be a guard. They kicked you out. Did they? I can't even remember if you. I don't know if you could be married as a female. Guards back then. Anyway, so I mean, you couldn't uh, get pregnant with the guards. Oh, that's God, all. No. If you if you if you have one, let us know if you've uh, smooshed your two names together. And the lottery rollover is going to be the second highest it's ever been in this country 
on Wednesday. Nobody won it on Saturday. 17 mil. For Ireland, that's pretty big. Like That's a big wedge. Uh, that's nearly a starting off Euro Millions jackpot. Yes, it is. So w- somebody in Ireland could win 17 million. Imagine you go Wednesday. back to the office today for like four days and then re- <laughs> yeah. resign. Yeah. Resign on Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. Go back in today, do your sort of your one day where you're, they hold your hand, then they send you home for the rest of the week, and on Wednesday you win the lottery, and you resign on Thursday. Can you imagine how little work will be done today by people going back to the office? Oh, God. Because you know when you go back from holidays, the first day is brutal anyway. People are asking you, your head is in the zone. Now it'll be like... It's weird being back, isn't How it? did you get on? Yeah. It'll be all that, all that. But I was going to say something else that begins with B. Talk. Well, if you are going back, let us know where you're going back to. Yeah. What's the name of your office? And who's the colleague you're least looking forward to seeing? First names only, please. Coming up, I'll tell you about the butchers in Malahide. That's, uh, everyone's, given, everyone's given them huge praise. I think I was there yesterday. It's yeah. 7.15 on F104. This is Robbie Alarm Clock. It's F104. He gave it a good solid air on Saturday. He also played last night as well in Balsonic. Um, so a lot of the well, That's the festival, isn't it? That's not one of his own gigs, is it? It's a few acts, yeah. So if it's, if it's a festival, yeah, an hour is about average. If you're doing your own gig, it's an hour and a half. Standard. So you had Holly Humberson and you had... Uh, I can't remember who the other person was. But anyway, um, some some hardcore fans, uh, chiefly Emma Nolan, but also Crossy, uh, they were saying that he didn't do a lot of the stuff that you might have expected him to do. Yeah, so he'll hold that for his own gig. So you, you get a taster at the festival vibe, and then you go... But he was the headliner, though. Yeah, but you only do an hour. Like, if you're doing Glastonbury, you'll only do an hour. Mm-hmm. I don't. It wasn't a full-on festival. Now. Unless you're closing, unless you're the head, like the closer of Glastonbury, mm. and you do an hour and a half. Anyway, that's uh, that's Dermo. You missed your chances, Saz. So uh, yeah, there's a butcher's. You were there yesterday. Well, my usual butcher's doesn't open on a Sunday, and I needed a piece of meat. A piece of meat. So I went in. No one else there. How's it going? What would you like? A bit of that, please. Grand Jack. Kerrigan's. Kerrigan's. Yeah. Kerrigan's craft butchers. Do you know what they're doing then? Do you? Because you, this would affect you as well. Well, everyone was talking about it yesterday, and. and so they're so, but it's not that unusual. Lots of places do this. Apparently, lots of butchers don't give bones for dogs now. But what they've done is they've leave the bones out the front with a bowl of water, and there's a dog parking area. So you go along to Kerrigan's. The dog parking? I didn't see any bones outside the door. They're in a little box. They can't oh, just leave them really for the flies to get them. I overheard. I misheard people. I thought they were saying they leave bowls out. I was like, yeah, they do a bowl of water. Yeah, but everyone leaves bowls out. But they give you a nice juicy bone for your pooch, right? And they'll sit, they'll sit out the back and they put, they put their paws around it like they're... They'll make sure that they only really kind of... It's very good for their teeth. You're only meant to get knuckle-type bones and stuff. You're not meant to give dogs big bones anymore. Well, not chicken bones. You're not allowed to give them big bones. Well, the, the knuckly-type ones are better because they can break off and cause them problems. Oh, can they? I always thought that was good. Anyway, a dog, a dog looks a juicy bone. Oh, I know. Look at all the cartoons, all the dogs. I didn't dogs see a, a box of bones, and I do I notice know. these things. Like you know, yeah, you would be very observant. This led them so uh, So they they were often asked, "Have they got any spare bones for the dogs?" This led them to leave the tasty treats outside of their shop, ready for lucky pups to collect. Maybe they were sold out. A box of bones and a bowl of water can be found beside the dog parking station. So you near, you weren't near the dog I parking. I didn't see station. a dog parking station either. What does that look like? I don't know. Malahide dog owners praised the butchers on Facebook. One said, love this. It's hard to find a proper butcher who has bones for the dog. <laughs> Another added, what a lovely thing to do. I just I, I just do random accents for those. That is a lovely thing to do, so that's nice. Yeah, you're going to need a brighter box. I didn't notice it. This is clever. If you get the doggy people into your business, they'll be with you for life. If you treat the dogs right, those doggy people, will, they'll not, they won't shop anywhere oh, else. Oh, it's like DJing. You're always taught, get the girls on the dance floor and the fellas will follow. Same thing. Get the dog inside your butchers and they'll come in and get yeah. your meat. Be nice to the dogs and the doggy people will, will hold you up. Yeah, but some people are afraid of dogs. Some people are afraid of dogs, you're right. They won't want to cro- <laughs> cross the threshold. I can't argue with that. I don't want to go in. I used to go in and get my burger. I don't think they probably wouldn't have the dogs in the butchers, would they? No, 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 no. Of course, you wouldn't have dogs in there. Drive them mad. Oh, would yeah? They'd be like dog with a bone. (laughs) They really would. Imagine all those burgers behind the glass, chicken and everything. (laughs) This wouldn't be nice. Drive them nuts. Oh dear, oh dear. And Bear Grills says nobody will come round to his house to have dinner because he drinks his own urine. Well, uh, he only does that when he's stuck, doesn't he? He doesn't do it for, for leisure, does really, he? He really needs a show to get some views. After What's seeing these vile grubby eats on TV, mm. everything, that's all spoofed. All spoofed. Of course it is. It's been proven. 
The survivalist regularly scoffs bad things, including... I can't even say that. I'm not saying that either. Oh, worse than the jungle. Eats. If you think it was just him and Barack Obama there, 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 that's the bit of the angle you couldn't see. It's all spoofed. Yeah, well, this security team would be sitting on the Oh, I'd say there was 60 people behind the camera. He says, nobody ever comes around for dinner with us any longer if I'm cooking. Ha ha ha. So. Whatever, bear. He's in Netflix. He's in a special You versus the Wild Out Cold. You versus the Wild. And then back into a nice, cozy hotel room. Uh, pretending it's Exactly. Cold. Exactly. There's been some photographs of surface recently of him pretending to go down a really steep hill, and there's like this camera crew going action, and like he's, he goes down and <laughs> like, oh, let's do it again. And I was like, come on, yeah, no, this is really terrifying. He's no, the cameraman got there before you. The cameraman's filming you. Try to get to this, this part that's really hard to get to. You've just seen somebody get there. I think he watched too much Steve Irwin when I was a kid. I think there's to. there's some um, there's some stuff parts of it are real, but. They do. They they do. They use TV cheats. He's no David Attenborough hugging a gorilla. Yeah, that was class, right? Never going to happen, Br'er. So good luck to you. It is the strawberry alarm clock. It's F one four seven thirty six, the twentieth of September. There is a sport: women's climbing. And in fairness, it looks very very difficult. You're jumping from one ledge on a you know one of those gladiator walls to the next. And you probably have to train for ages and ages and be super strong and, and all that stuff. So it's like it's like rock climbing, but it's a kind of a fake wall with yeah. bits sticking out of it, yeah. So, um, but some of the ladies who are involved in this have to train like mad, like any sort of an athlete, and then it's been reduced to uh, something that's been, you know, about their bodies, and they're not happy one bit. Uh, so Joanna Farber, who is um, 23, she has made the global governing body for sport climbing apologise to her for um, well the camera kept zooming in on her bum oh no you can't be doing that and then two weeks later in Moscow a different cameraman we assume it's a man started zooming in on her bum again so so not just taking a shot of her climbing they're zooming in on parts of her zooming in Uh, on parts of her you can't imagine that in Wimbledon like you know they're 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 serving and their their skirts go up but you don't zoom in on their bums do you well we don't know I don't think I don't know I think I think if you're a camera person at Wimbledon you did that to be questions asked. But if you're if you're zooming in is it go, is it being broadcast the zooming in? Yeah. Oh well then. That's, yeah. Well that's your, and then to make matters worse to have this slow motion clip then shown on national TV and YouTube on a live stream is very disrespectful and upsetting. I'm an athlete and here to show my best performance, not me bum. But if you're climbing up a, a wall, yeah? Mm. And the camera person has to film you. It's going to be hard not to do do a shot of your of your bum. That's pr- pretty much what's going to be pointing at them. Yeah. Were, were they doing it in a... In a you know a, when like there's a, a football game on and, and there's a good-looking girl in the crowd? Yeah. It happened last year in the Euros. Yeah. And there's just a shot there and you can't even see what's going on on the pitch. Yeah. It's it's that. But except these are not even there. Like these are taking part. Right. You don't see people, you know, no one zooms in on Ronaldo's little head, do they? I remember seeing, uh, it was the, there was like a launch of something and there was this model and she had to, she was standing on top of a thing and these photographers were taking pictures of her and she was standing on top of this thing and then there was one photographer in particular and he was, a, you know, you got a vibe off him that he was a little bit sort of seedy. Here comes and he, Mr. Seedy. And he kept, he kept pointing, he was going right underneath, sort of, you know, and he's going, yeah, can you bend over right there? Can you do this? And he was doing all, he was getting her, what? To, he was getting her to get into positions. What were you doing there? It was a launch of a thing. Right. And, I could, he was just trying to get, a, like, a more, kind a of, shot, a, a, bo- a, a bo- booby shot, yeah, so that he could get, get it in papers. Well, so, uh, yeah, like, I see where, you're, see where you're going, but like, it's unusual with sport that camera people would do that. Joanna has said we need to stop sexualizing women in sports and start to appreciate the performance. It's like the volleyball. Then they ch- change the outfits. They used to wear kind of really uh, skimpy outfits, and now they hot pants said, things, the maybe. hot pants. Yeah, and yeah. they said well, we're not going to wear them anymore because it turns out fellas are watching us because of our bottoms. <laughs> so we're going to cover our bottoms up. Yeah, and you just watch the sport, please. About the sport, not about the bottoms. That's that's kind of what Joanna's saying as well. Yeah, it's like, but like in volleyball, stop so, so you're, like your leg is stretched to one ledge across, and your other leg is like, and then suddenly, boom, angle. But is it not the same for if, if fellas are doing the climbing? Would people not be watching and going, "Oh, he's a bit of all right"? Eh. Look at the arse on him. 
Yeah. Look at yeah. the muscles. Look at the muscles. He's so strong. I, 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 I don't think we can say that no woman has ever looked at a, a sportsman and no, you look, thought you, you he's all right. Very attractive. They're, um, they're beautiful specimens. So I don't, I don't even think this is an equality thing. It's like yeah, no, zooming in. That's yeah, that's different. In fairness, that is all she's really said. Yeah, she's, okay. she's not saying like I'd have to see the footage that she's complaining about. It's, it's the zooming in. I um, say she's she's bang on by the sound of it. Do not zoom in on my buttocks, please. Is what she's basically saying. There you go. That's that's good rule to have for everybody. Honestly, don't zoom in on anyone's buttocks unless they ask you to. WTF question mark? She wrote on Instagram. I'm gonna yeah. go and give her a follow. I will give her a follow. What's her name? Joanna F A R B E R with, with, with an umlaut umlaut uh, over the A. Joanna Farmer. It's like Barber. Okay. Filber. Anyway, she's very good. She's good. Just stop checking her out, please. It's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. With Autobuy. Tell your car the easy way. Instant cash for your car today. Visit autobuy.ie. So the 73rd Emmy Awards took place last night. (laughs) Cedric the Entertainer was the host and he opened with a song about TV being your friend with the help of celebrities in the audience like Rita Wilson and LL Cool J. Hulu, Hulu, they had so much TV. Do something that uh, Ricky wouldn't have done. That's that's a good alternative. That is good. It's catchy, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, lead actress in a limited or anthology series or movie, Kate Winslet. Really uh, trips off the tongue, that one. Uh, Kate Winslet won it for Mayor of Easttown. I haven't seen any of that, but everyone, good things. everyone raves about everyone that. Everyone raves. Mom! Mom, they're standing up! I just want to acknowledge my fellow nominees in this decade that has to be about women having each other's backs. I support you. I salute you. I'm proud of all of you. Mayor of Easttown, it seemed to, I don't know, it was this cultural moment and it brought people together and gave them something to talk about other than a global pandemic and I want to thank everyone for watching our show. Brad Inglesby, this is, I can't believe this is happening, this is you, this is all you, you created a middle-aged, imperfect, flawed mother and you made us all feel validated quite honestly. There's enough room in that door, you shouldn't have kicked them off it. It's good isn't it? Uh, Gillian, Gillian Anderson won for Best Supporting Actress for The Crown. I really want to dedicate this award to a woman who was my manager for 20 years, Connie Freiberg, who believed in me when no one else would and uh, who believed I had talent when I didn't even think that I had talent, who always uh, advised me to take the high road, who was one of the best friends that I've ever had in my life and who wore the same dress five years running to every award show three times a year that we went to slow fashion before anybody knew that it was cool. Connie, I love you! This is for you! Love you too, Gillian. That's the new thing now, to wear the same dress all the time because it's better for the environment. Didn't even really notice in X-Files, but in your later years. Lead actor in a limited or anthology series or movie for Ewan McGregor for Halston. Oh. Great things, people raving about it. Really, yeah. Dan Minahan, who was our director for all of the episodes, it just was such a great pleasure to have someone to collaborate with like you. And uh, I love you. And this is definitely for you. For for you. And uh, Mary, I love you so much. I love you so much. And uh, we'll take this home and show it to our our new little boy, Laurie, and to my beautiful girls who I know are watching: Clara, Esther, Jamian, and Anouk. I said I would say hello to you too. So thank you so much, everybody. Thank you. Oh, we like collaborating, all right? Just ask his ex missus. Yeah, so he was on the, that show, uh, Far, uh, Fargo, yeah? Yeah. And the girl in Fargo, is not the girl he ended up going out, going out with? Could be. Could be. People are raving about it. He'll be back next year with... Uh, <laughs> A new missus? <laughs> Skywalker. <laughs> yes, all right. 
Keep your lightsaber to yourself there, Ewan, right? I saw a great one at the weekend. It was uh, the England goalkeeper, right? Yeah. Years ago. You know, you know the Ronaldo hand, hand of God? Yeah. The England goalkeeper was Peter Shilton and he's getting married for the second time. And the girl he's getting married to is half his age, gorgeous. And somebody, somebody left a comment, pity you weren't bu- punching that high when you were up against Ronaldo. And he responded, I think you'll find Ronaldo cheated, or I think you'll find Maradona cheated. And then somebody else said, I think you'll find so did you. That's when you get married second time. <laughs> it, was just, it was good. <laughs> Dublin's F4, it is the strawberry alarm clock. And we can now go to one third of Little Mix and say good morning Jade how are you? Good morning good morning I'm great thank you how are you? I'm pretty good I mean you're you're famous enough to be just known as your first name aren't you? I mean do we do surname still? Oh I don't know actually no one's ever said that to me before just Jade I quite like that <laughs> I'm so used to saying um, Jade from Little Mix yes <laughs> that's my second name <laughs> everyone knows what, what is your what's your middle name? Amelia nice oh Jade well, Amelia yeah well this gives me a nearly a, a perfect thing into, uh, I have a little person who lives with me, uh, she's my daughter, and her name is <laughs> Amelie. Amelie. Amelie, and she is the biggest mixer, literally listens to Little Mix all day long. Oh. And I'm not complaining, because there, be, uh, <laughs> there could be albums that do my head in, but Little Mix does not do my head in, even though I've heard you a million times. Uh, so that's the good tester of if you can hear an album a million times and it doesn't upset you. So she has a wow. question for you, if that's okay. Of course, that's here amazing. She, I'm she flattered. Is. Here she comes. Hi, Jade. My name is Emily. I'm the biggest Little Mix fan ever. And I just wanted to ask you, what's your favourite Little Mix song? Bye. <laughs> Bye, Emily. <laughs> oh, bless her. Um... Favourite Little Mix song? It's a good question. I would say, as it stands, it's probably a tie between Touch and Sweet Melody. Oh, yes. Okay, so some of the newer ones, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. They're, they're always the ones that, like, when it comes on and on a night out, whatever, they get me on the dance floor and I feel really proud when I see everyone else that like, dance into those ones. So, yeah. Those two. Apart from the new single Love Sweet Love, of course. Of course. Of, of course. course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's so are you saying when you're on nights out, DJs actually spot you and go, I'm going to put on a little mix now to see if she dances? Oh God, every time. Oh no. Every time. Uh, and then everyone does that awkward thing with like turning around, they look at me like, what? Get involved. So I feel like with touch and sweet melody, I can really vibe to them and not feel super awkward. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, at least you're allowed to still go out. Well, you're uh, you know able to still go out. You're you're still living the life because your two co bandmates are uh, having a different life at the moment, aren't they? Very much so. I still can't believe it to be honest. They're like babies to me. So the fact that they're having babies, (laughs) yeah. It's a lot for me to comprehend. And it feels quite strange at the minute because obviously... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. They're kind of on maternity leave, so to speak, at the minute, and I'm kind of womaning the fort for them. <laughs> um, and yeah, it feels odd doing all this like on my own for a bit. I'm more than happy to to do that for the girls they've worked so hard bless them and all the way right to the end of their pregnancies we were shooting music videos doing promo um so they've definitely grafted bless them and yeah i'm very excited to be an auntie auntie jade have you got them any presents jade what did you buy them as presents well actually i've only just decided what i'm gonna get them because it took us so long to think of something so i thought you know what it's like when people have babies everyone gets in their clothes and you know all the same stuff and i'm sure they've 
got everything they could possibly need. So I finally thought of something good enough. Then which I can't say obviously, because then they're going to know what it is. Okay, well, but what? it's more of a like keepsake, you know, something yes. they can keep forever. And actually, I was the last time I spoke to Ed Sheeran, we went on a well, it was after the Euros actually. We went for a drink after, and he was telling me that when he had his baby, everyone always forgets about the mum and that they might need something too. So I was like, oh, that's actually really good advice. So I think I'm going to get the girls like some sort of in-house spa day or something, Buy so them they asleep. get Buy the them treat. Asleep. Yeah, how do I do that? Bless him. They have been saying that they just don't they don't know sleep anymore. They yeah. didn't know sleep existed. Now it's so, just gone. I don't know if you guys were watching or you were watching it, Jay. Sorry, I don't know. Keep talking about like the rest of the girls are here. Um, the Spice Girls documentary that was on. It's a, fir- a first parter on Channel Four the other night. I don't know if you had time to see it, but you can't help think now of you guys because to so many young girls now and slightly older girls, uh, you are this generation's girl power. Oh, I'll take that. Yeah, that's the biggest compliment ever. I mean, when I was younger, yeah, I was obsessed with the Spice Girls. I had Spice Girls wallpaper, like I did the whole shebang. And to sort of be that for this generation is, I mean, that's the dream, isn't it? When we first set out as Little Mix and first got put together, that was the goal was to try and be the next big girl band. And to still be doing that 10 years later was like, yeah, phenomenal. Who was your favourite? Well, when I was little, I was very, very young when the Spice Girls were around. So for me, it was like Baby Spice because I was just a baby. But I suppose I loved I loved Scary Spice as well. You yeah. know, I had the big curly bushy hair. So I suppose she cool. was the one that I could look up to the most in that in that sense. Have you ever met any of them and did you have chats or? Yeah, we've met mo- most of them, I think. The only one I haven't met is Victoria. Right. But... Um, I'm sure we will at some point but I mean yeah Ginger Spice Jerry Halliwell actually sent us a lovely bouquet of flowers when we won best group this year and that was really sweet they're all so lovely Mel C has been in our music videos before and I've yeah spoke to her quite a few times and it's really nice actually to have to have them to stay in contact with and you know ask for advice and they've obviously been there and done that and know how it all works so it's good having them as as role models for us is it tough being in a girl band, Jade? I know, I know people uh, think it's all very glamorous and everything, but the, it's very, the, the slog that you do, I mean, you're doing it all on your own now. The, the, the workload is huge, isn't it? Yes. I think when I first got put in the group, somebody should have said to me, prepare yourself because one, it's obviously you don't really sleep because you're working nonstop. There's not really a such thing, I think, in the pop industry. You don't really get like definite days off or like working hours it's just constant and it's not like you can unfamous yourself like that's not a job <laughs> that's just part of your life moving forward so that was a, that was a lot to take on I think at, at the beginning and I suppose you know as as a girl band it's, it's hard I do genuinely think it's harder than you know boy bands or male artists we're constantly scrutinized for the way we look and you know, you've got to live on this pedestal of being a role model and everyone's watching your every move. And so, it, you know, it can feel quite relentless. But at the same time, I have honestly, I've loved it. And I'm so lucky that I've had other girls around me when times have been hard to like get me through this. Because I always think, especially in the beginning, I could not have done it as a solo artist. I'm so grateful I was put in a band. We always felt like we were the underdog and we had a point to prove because I feel like it was so much harder to stick around and gain that credibility and you know the fact that we're 10 years in and it's only now that we're winning awards like best group or um even with the first Brit that we got was in the glory days era which was like five six years in and I feel like we definitely had more of a point to prove as, as to why you know we were songwriters and we were credible and we were worthy of, of having that respect within the music industry it definitely took a lot longer I suppose than it would do for a solo artist so yeah there was all that there's a story knocking around today in the papers, Jade, and it's about our own Maura Higgins, and she was coming out of the, an award ceremony, and some guy grabbed her by the arm, some stranger. Have you had to put up with that? Is, there, is that a, a thing that's... Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's all... I think we we definitely... We came from the era where it was still legal for paparazzis to, like, open your taxi door and try and get a photo, like, up your dress yeah. and up your skirt and... You know, that that was like considered the norm when you first entered the industry. And us, I mean, especially then we were 18, 19 years old, thrown into the spotlight. And then all of a sudden we go on a night out and photographers would literally try their best to get, you know, the worst picture they could of you. Or, 
you know, you'd be leaving in your taxi and they'd open the door and they'd try and get in. And that's quite scary anyways for anyone, never mind someone in the public eye. And so I think it's definitely got a bit better. And I think there was some sort of law that was brought in where like photographers couldn't do things like that anymore. But needless to say, I think when you're famous... I don't know, some people don't really see you as a real human anymore. So they think it is acceptable to do things like that if it's grabbing your arm or feeling like they own a part of you or that they're entitled to be in your personal space because you've kind of asked for it. Yeah, and I always find that quite strange, to be honest. And still, I still to this day, it's hard, it's hard to get used to. I still get a bit of anxiety when I'm like leaving a, you know, a venue or whatever and there's a bunch of people outside. It's, it's, it's never going to feel normal. Just before we let you go, obviously, so this is like we're into tenth year of the mix, which really is is mad, and it feels to me, even looking at the Galantis tune, it it just keeps changing. The sound is get like it's 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 different to what it was. I I think yeah, the, the, I think the Galantis tune is one of your finest. Yeah. Um, Thank you. You know, there, it's just it's not like it's getting stale, so it just keeps on getting better. No, I really appreciate that. I think we've really enjoyed over the years. You know, we've we've managed to somehow like evolve with each year, and we've managed to adapt to the industry as it changes. You know, I think that's really been one of one of our strong points is still being little mix and still having that, you know, fun, mm. empowering sound. Um, but yeah, we've changed with each era and we've stood the test of time because of that. And it's been so lovely, like as time goes on, like you say, with the Galantis track, that's something that we've not really done before and explored before. And it's been so fun doing that and it's reacted so well. And, you know, even, even now we still message each other and we're like, wow, like people are still really into little <laughs> yeah um yeah and like we, you know we've Don't never laugh. that for granted <laughs> yeah i mean i'm love i'm still loving ev- every minute of it and yeah i mean i love the galantis tune as well and to be honest we we'd been sat with that song for quite a while it'd been about a year and a half and right. so by the time it came out me and the girls were like yeah this is a good song and then it took off so well and you know i had i had family members that wouldn't usually message me being like oh i'm loving heartbreak anthem and i was like oh shit it's a really good song <laughs> you um, can just you can just see it in a big yeah. in a big in wembley or something and just the place rocking to it oh yeah i can't wait to perform that live and you know we're on tour next year and we're going to be in ireland which is so exciting it's been far too long since we've been out there and i can't wait to perform songs like that That'll be the confetti tour, of course. Cool. Between of us course, is the album. Yeah, the it's confetti will be out in full force. All the budgets are going to go on confetti. And that's it. <laughs> uh, Between Us is the name of the album. It's around the corner. We can't wait for it. And Love, Sweet Love is the uh, current tune. Big empowering song. Um, little Mix at its best, I think. You know, throwing the kitchen sink in. Every harmony possible. <laughs> what more could you want? Is your kitchen sink nicer now, though, than it was 10 years ago? That's the main important question. Do you know what, actually, uh, whenever my family or friends come round to me flat that I'm renting at the minute, they always moan about my kitchen sink because apparently it's crap. <laughs> have you got one of those taps that's boiling hot water coming out of it? It's like, I, I mean, I wouldn't have chose this, but it's like a square shape. So whenever you drop food or anything in it, it just sits there. Like it doesn't go down the sinks. It's flat. It really is a crap design. So I'm I'm moving soon. So hopefully I'll have a better sink because, yeah, actually, as far as kitchen sinks go, mine's not the best. Right. Well, you're due an upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I think so. Nice... I never thought I'd be on, on a, a big radio station talking about my kitchen sink, but here we are. Well, no. <laughs> Uh, maybe I need to invest in a posher sink. That'll be the headline. <laughs> Little Mix Star complains about sink. I hate my sink. <laughs> That'll be it. Just me mourning all the time. You see, isn't this much more fun than talking about babies? <laughs> oh, God, so much more fun. Let's talk about all the things that I hate about my apartment. Wow. <laughs> I can't complain. No, I'm no. very, very happy. No, we know, we know. You're only messing. <laughs> Apart from the sink. Apart from the sink. Apart from the sink, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well look the new single we're going to play it now it's called Love Sweet Love uh, continued success we'll see you over here next year yes thank you so so much and thanks to the Irish fans as well for all their patience I know it's been a minute since we've been there so see you soon see you soon Jade from thank Little you. Mix thanks very much 10 questions 60 seconds 1,000 euro FM 104's Instagram with MissQuote.ie car insurance empowering Irish women every day visit MissQuote.ie Alright Craig How you doing? I'd say everyone knows you do they? 
Don't know. I hope so. <laughs> Craig is a porter in the matter. Ah, oh, porter in the matter. So they must know you. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Monday wasn't a good start. You got a flat tire on the way to work. Ah, oh, stuff. I was on my way in, and hope, luckily enough, it was just around the corner from my girlfriend. So I got her to change it for you, did you? No. <laughs> 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 Jack that no, up for me we're back in 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> go for a coffee <laughs> oh god out last night so I don't think it'd be it'd be a good morning for her to change the tyre when no. she was out last night alright I've been nervous of flat tyres after Ken it makes no uh, sense to you because you haven't seen it yeah no. I'm, I'm not going to see it I'm going to be honest with you right yeah. until it's over probably binge <laughs> it in one go so Craig have you ever got a 10 once Oh, last no. week. Once is enough. Oh, I, last week. All right. I yeah. think these are really doable today. I really oh, yeah. do. It's oh, like, yeah. it's like I have no idea when I'm putting them together, and then when I look back, I go, "Oh yeah, they're all kind of doable." Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. Right, let's do this. The game starts in three, two, two one. What animal goes quack? Duck. What county does Philly McMahon play for? In GAA. Dublin. How many hours are there in a day and a half? Uh, 36. What's the name of Harry Potter's wizard? School. School. Hogwarts. True or false? Miley Cyrus's real name is Destiny. False. Outnumbered and Giants are songs by what artist? Dermot Kennedy. Which character on the TV show Friends got their own spin-off show? What sport did the San Francisco 49ers play? Uh, American football. Stretching across eight countries, what's the name of the highest mountain range in Europe? The Himalayas. And what actor starred in Zoolander, Meet the Parents, and There's Something About Mary? Um. Gonna have to Gonna have to press you. Ben Stiller. <laughs> ben, ben Stiller. Yeah. Ben Stiller. I couldn't say it. Blue Steel himself. <laughs> oh. The Alps. The Alps. The Alps are on fire. Uh, the Alps yeah. will be the answer to the highest mountain range in Europe. American football is right. Joey had his own spin-off show. Joey, I wish yeah. Chandler had, had his own spin-off. That would, I would have watched that. Yeah. Mm. He was good. Outnumbered and Giants songs by Dermot Kennedy. Miley Cyrus's real name is Destiny Hope Cyrus. Hey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Hogwarts 36 dubs and yes, a, du- a quack goes duck or a duck goes quack. <laughs> How are we looking there, Jim? You got a six today. Sorry. <laughs> Not to worry. Flat tire and a six. Monday can only get better. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Cheers, Craig. Thanks for having me. Oh, well. Thanks very much, Johnny, for having me. Cheers. Take care. Bye bye. What's so funny? What's so funny about me? It's F104. It's the strawberry alarm clock. This money's not your noggin. The pussycat dolls beep. It doesn't look like they're going to get back together because they're falling out over money. Don't fall out over money, kids. It's not worth it. Kids in the car. Yes. Kids in the car. What? Everyone is a little star. Yes, they are. Early on the strawberry, uh, they chat uh, to Jim and Nobby. Uh, Kids in the car on FM 104. Why don't we live later on for the grown-ups? Do workers in the car or on the commute? Workers back, in the car, back in the office. Say hello to your colleagues who you're looking forward to seeing in the in the face that you haven't seen in the face. For a while. Or have you been back already and you enjoyed the kind of quiet office and you don't really want everyone back? What are you saying, Jim? Breathing on you. What are you saying? <laughs> Good morning, kids. Hi, Jim, 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 and Nobby. My name is Poppy, and I have a joke for you. What did the finger say to the nose? Stop picking on me. Oh, oh my God. Oh Gross. My, God. my name is Piper, and I have a joke for you. Hmm. Why did a why did a horse get sent in our room? Because he couldn't stop getting a horse in the room. Yes. <laughs> I want to say thanks to the woman 
because I was out, and, oh, it's my birthday today, my mum was playing happy birthday in the car. She start waving her hand out the window, dancing, then she gets out of the car and gives me money, so I want to say oh, thanks very much. That was in front of the traffic, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah, so thank you to that lady who wished you happy birthday and gave us some money. Thank you. Thank you. So, Marla's story here is if you blare happy birthday out your window, people will give you money. Cash. Hi, Jim, Jim, and Abby. Jesus. <laughs> Hello, Jim, Jim, and Abby. I'm Danny. And what what um, what's a penguin's favourite le- le- relative? Antarctica. Antarctica. Give us your best baka as well, kids. We love that. Very good. And my school is Glasgow Columbia, and my friend is Orla, and she goes to the same school as me. Bye. Best friends forever. Not lying. Come my on, name line. is Daisy. I'm nine years old, and when I grow up, I'd like to be an allergy doctor. Oh, that's good. You, you, too. you could have done that last week. Hi, Jim, Jim, and Nobby. My name is Lloyd, and I won't be a judge. Hi Jim, Jim and Nobby, my name is Faith and I would like to be a doctor. Very nice. I'm Kai from Buddy Firma and when I grow up I want to be a professional footballer. Come on Kai, you'd be rich. Hey Dad, when I grow up I want to be a part of the military. When I grow up I want to be a part of the military. That's two. Hey Dad, which, which one of us is he talking to there? So, I've asked this, right? Lots of little kids have put their hand up and said, hey dad or hey mum, by mistake to their teacher. It's very funny when it happens. The whole class breaks up. So have you ever done that? Have you ever said, mum? And (laughs) the whole class just laughs at you. Oh, that's good. And good morning to Faith and Lloyd, who are going back to school today. Well, they're they're on the way to school. So yeah, thanks for your messages, kids. I think we heard them just there. Thanks, boys and girls. Dish the Dirt is coming up. It's FM 104. It's quarter nine. Now, it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. With Autobuy. Sell your car the easy way. Instant cash for your car today. Visit autobuy.ie. I'm sorry, Jim. I've seen the Batman theme. I have to go straight to the Batman. What's going on? The upcoming Batman movie theme is out, and this is it. Michael Giacchino shares a sneak peek of the Batman soundtrack. For Batman Day. Don't forget, Cuddle Fardle is in it and it looks brilliant. We've it seen the trailer. Brilliant. This yeah. doesn't look like it's messing around now. This is not... This is our Pats as Batman now. Yeah, this is, and he looks really good. This this looks gritty. This looks... It's mad. It doesn't have the... It's kind of in the same... It's in the same zone as Joker. It's kind of very realistic and mad looking. Can you just call me Joker? <laughs> Daniel Craig, I think I think this was around last week, but he was saying he was doing a farewell speech to the crew, and he was saying how much he loved working with them. He's not that posh, is he? He's very posh, very posh. Um, and a lot of people here worked on five pictures with me, and I know there's a lot of things said about what I think about these films and all of those, whatever. But I've loved every single second of these movies, and especially this one because I've got up every morning and I've had the chance to work. Um, with you guys and that has been one of the greatest honours of my life so <laughs> I feel exactly the same lads if I was doing a speech to the rest of you Terry Crossy Jim I did like he took the words out of my mouth you know your man from the north and he's an actor and all <laughs> your man from the north he's an actor yeah, and all yeah that fella he used to be married to your woman Jamie Emma, Dornan Emma Thompson's ex-husband Emma Thompson's ex-husband. Yeah. Jesus, lads. Ah, come on. I take my speech back. Jack, Jack Black defends Game of Thrones the final season. Jack Black has a message for the Game of Thrones season 8 haters. And here's what he said. Action. I've been thinking about it for a long time. Um, I love Game of Thrones. I don't care about all the haters out there that say the last season was bad. They're wrong. Last season was fire, and that's what I feel. Okay? <laughs> Kenneth Branagh. That came to me now. Kenneth Branagh ah, yeah. has been nominated for five Oscars right. in five different categories. Yeah. His latest film has just been uh, won an award. They reckon he'll be nominated for original screenplay and something else. And now he's going to be a record breaker. He will be the only person to be nominated for seven different Oscars. And to win nothing. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if he won any, but he's been nominated for seven different things. Uh, Frankenstein was good. 
So they reckon that could be seven. He's already on five. That's broken a record. I think but. that happened with Leo as well. He was waiting for quite a few. Uh, if you've been watching Ted Lasso, well done. Because you can now tell people, see, I was right. It got an Emmy for comedy series last night. T-Dog, which is my new nickname for Tim Cook. He does not know that yet. <laughs> but my fingers crossed. Uh, and I'd most like to thank this amazing cast, crew, writers, staff, my co-creators, uh, Brendan Hunt. Joe Kelly and Ted Lasso himself, our fearless leader, Jason Sudeikis. Boom. I am eternally grateful to be included in this, but the biggest thank you from this group is to the people that watch. Uh, I really think I can speak for everybody here uh, when I say we all know how lucky we are to do this for a living, and we appreciate you. Mm-hmm. I think we should get listeners, listeners, you should do a speech for going back to work. As, yeah. if, you, as if you're winning an Emmy, right? And thank whoever it is that's been in charge of the office and keep, keeping everything clean or in charge of your own kitchen ours is Hannah yeah so do a little speech Oscar and make sure you oh, thank Hannah all the people who've been be, looking for, yeah. ha, she'd be in flitters crying she just wouldn't be able to I'd like to, speak. to thank all my colleagues especially Hannah who's been be keeping things safe and tears and oh, thanking her and tears you have to clean that up oh yeah come here Nobby remember when you were a little fella yeah mm. what brings you back to your ma's kitchen right and everybody involved here and makes you go oh do you remember that what what food waffles that, that waffles bird's eye waffles um Findus crispy pancakes those noodles that we all had in the first lockdown cook eye cook eye noodles cook eye noodles cook eye because uh, yeah, the Manchester Evening News has uh, <laughs> gone down memory lane toaster pockets what are they now? Pop tarts? No, they were like savory. Really? Savory with the uh, pastry on the outside. I'm sure not very good for you. Well, it doesn't Some matter sort of if they're good for you. in them. Remember those little mini pizzas you buy them in a three pack? They were just ham and cheese. Oh, you still get. Uh, you, you still just get cheese ones. You, you oh, still get these. They're sixty cent, man. Are they still nice? Yeah. Or are they a bit cardboardy? No. Are they nice? Yeah. I, sometimes I have two oh, from man. starving. They were like one twenty th- for lunch. Yeah. Where can you get it? So like, stick a load in the freezer. Birds like Finnish crispy pancakes. I know friends who said that they were absolutely mad into them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think you can get all of them. You can still get some of them. I don't think you can get all the, the range in Ireland anyway. Um, That's what the internet's for. Well, one of the big things that came back in during lockdown was mm-hmm. the uh, soda stream. All right. Because people wanted to make their own sort of fizzy drinks at home, but also always drink responsibly. People were making their own. They were not. Prosecco. Irish Wishes. people would not do it. They're that. getting their wine and they're putting a bit of fizz in it and making their own Prosecco. There's, the next thing is, it's not just a coffee machine for your gaff. Everyone is getting these sparkling water taps and you put water into it and it, make, it carbonates your water. Proper okay. notion stuff, but if you see it on, on a counter beside a coffee machine, you know your mate has notions. Smash, if that was a thing in your house. That's, that a, kind that's of, a sachet, a packet of stuff that you make potato with. Yeah. It's not that hard to make mashed potato, lads. And it's not really potatoes. It's like, what is that? It's, that if you're camping, I, I'd accept it. But like... Billy Bear ham. Yeah, what's the white stuff? I don't know. Billy Roll ham. Billy Roll. There's a picture of a, of a bear on it, is there? Yeah, or a little, pig? little fella called Billy. It could be a pig, yeah. Turkey yeah. Twizzlers, which of course Jamie Oliver uh, banished. What? I don't know what's in them. They were I, they're, they're more of a UK thing. So they, they were curly kind of... Bits of turkey that you yeah. that you wouldn't give to a dog. <laughs> my ma used to make homemade brown bread with a good oh. lump of real butter. Yeah, my only memory of that is though I used buttermilk by mistake on my on my cereal for making brown bread, and I can I still remember the taste of buttermilk. Oh my god! What brings me back is jambons, says Matt. I've never bought the homemade packet of jambons, but yeah, they're there if you want. Well, so they just bring them up and you heat them up, do you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Because when I worked in the garage, oh, it was my job. Well, I used to help out when they were busy, actually. I, don't even, I didn't like work <laughs> in the deli. But you get all those things made by Cuisine de France. So they'd come in lovely boxes. Yeah. They're all made, perfectly immaculate. And all you have to do is bang them in the oven. And the oven tray slides in. And, and you were doing that, were you? I think I was helping. I kinda did, I've always done kind of everything. Four courts, you know? No, I got oil. promoted from the four courts oh, very soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would have thought that would be your natural home. I did the jet washes and then I always had eyes to be a manager, you know, I could be assistant manager of a garage. I thought that'd be a great job. How old were you? Only about 16 when you were there, were you not? Yeah. And you wanted to be the manager? Well, I had aspirations, you know. Aspirations, yeah. Yeah. 
You know, you, I mean, you hadn't even moved up to Jambons and you were thinking about taking over the place. <laughs> it's one day yeah, at a time, see, one of the managers had a silver Volkswagen Polo. Oh, here we go. With proper alloy wheels on it. And I was like, one oh. day, Nobby, one day that could be you. Driving your Polo. Shapes a- on. Angel Delight. Now, these, yeah. are, these things all still exist. They're still on the shelves, lads. But you can't get the butterscotch one anywhere. And that's the one that reminds me of being a little fella. Right. Did you ever do this thing where you have to make... You get you get a jelly, right? You get some glasses. You get the old style jelly and you you make up the big thing of jelly and then you pour... Like a mold. Half, yeah, you pour half in all the glasses, right? And then you let that jelly set... shots. Yeah, you set, set that in the fridge. Yeah. I used to do this for my ma. And then you get the angel of light and whip that up and then you put that on top of all the jelly ones, fill it up to the top, like a little trifle. Do you sleep in an old sneaky vodka for... No, <laughs> so no. Sure? This is this is for. Do you like that, Matt? Dessert, it's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Dime bars. I many to, bro- lads, you can't broken- go to IKEA and not come home with a bag of mini dime bars. But the broken ones. I remember there used to be a shop near me, and they did uh, they did kind of the broken parts of Kit Kats, and they'd be kind of nearly gone off and kind of chewy. And sometimes you get one that was completely chocked. They're all the the off cuts. Did you get your weird Kit Kat? Over the weekend, I did. What do yeah. you think? It was nice. Would very, you go again? Very like? sweet. Nah, that's a no. So no, I, I wouldn't say no to it. I wouldn't uh, walk over hot coals for it. Chocolate mice again. Chocolate an, mice. An adult slant on chocolate mice. If you're ever having adult Ribena with those chocolate mice, and you mix the two together, you know you, you wouldn't have experienced that as a child. Try it. Arctic roll. What the hell's that? Arctic, Arctic roll. roll. It's yeah, it's it's a it's a roll that's got kind of ice cream in the middle of it, and it's kind of that's Swiss roll. Well, it's called Arctic roll in the UK, maybe. All it's right. not Swiss roll. Swiss roll is the one that goes. It's like a it's a roll, but it's all Swiss, roll. isn't it? No, it's got ice cream in the middle, like big chunk of ice cream right yeah, down the middle. That's it's the same. That's vibe, Arctic. Though. No, Swiss roll is like cake and jam and cream. Arctic is got Arctic. Arctic is got ice cream all the way through. That's what makes it so cold, and that's why it's Arctic. Say if you go to Iceland, you can get ninety percent of what we've just been talking about. You should have a retro dinner. Wibbly wobbly wonders, they're gone, aren't they? Uh, try the Aldi ones, they're all right, man. Are they? Yeah. Toffee lollies. Try them during the summer. I'm telling you, we should all go retro tonight now. Well, look, you deserve it. If you're going back to the office, you know, I just walked down and I saw three people in a room that fits normally about 30. The look of fear on their faces. Super noodles. I was like, oh, welcome back, humans. Super noodles for lunch, yeah. Mopped up with a, a slice of Brennan's at the end. Get all the curry juice. Oh, curry juice. Come on, like, we've earned this. We've earned it. This is happening from today in the UK, so bring it here. Usually, okay. these, like usually, we're six months behind. So uh, you can't if you tip by card um, for you know restaurants or whatever like that. Yeah. Um, the company and there was there was remember like there was people getting very annoyed about it here. No, understandably here. Um, did you pass it on? What was the story? It's all part of the bill. So someone has to work out how much of it is. You know. You know Hundred quid. Yeah, you can uh, stick a tenner on that. How do you know when they're cashing up? Because yeah, you'd like to you'd like to tip the person themselves rather than just everybody. From this week in the UK, it will be illegal not to pass on that tip, even if you've paid by card. So if I'm at a restaurant and Peter is my waiter, and um, yeah, and I tip Peter five euro at the end, they have to give it to him at the you end. Go to the Metropolitan Police and report to you. But so, but there are restaurants. Crime. There are restaurants that pool it and just and give everyone. So, if Peter's more popular than Fidelma, yeah, what happens there? Existing legislation bans restaurants from retaining cash, but not a card. And they've been criticised for keeping all or part of the service charge. Um, I think the pooling thing, you know, that's a policy more than a rule. If it's if everyone says like let's say we all start working in a restaurant and the first day you go listen just so you're aware and then it's really fair if Peter isn't better than Fidelma or whatever that's still going on, going to the staff it's the keeping it for the owner that's yes the problem okay okay now I have, I have heard so it's of, still better cash is king for that kind of thing for tip it is but I got an email last week from one of the Thai takeaways that I like to frequent and they said I think it was either coming soon or starting next week or something our drivers will have a thing that you can scan just for them or also I mean I like this Deliveroo so your Deliveroo cyclist whatever leaves you yeah, you get well, a little pop up to say would you like to yeah well tip. you got a little sort of an anonymous revolut where you just give that person yeah just bip them it's good here you go I don't have any cash on me because obviously and bip 
and I know it's taken a while and if you work in that kind of industry you're like yeah well, we've been waiting for this for it but at least now it's coming you know it's making but it a lot easier what if you are a brilliant barber right yeah and you're the best of, and everyone's ringing up and booking you and you're getting the tips because you're the best but then do you have to share it with uh, all the other ones who aren't as good are you a sounder person if you do I don't know Jim. Mm. Mm. what would people do it's, it's, is, that, is that your salary is, you know but if you're the best and everyone wants you well that's what being the best is about like, you're the Ronaldo of that barber that's like saying should Ronaldo share some of his ridiculous wages with some of his colleagues no they're, no. All, they're all getting paid aren't they yeah. it's not my fault I'm Ronaldo well that's good that's a good service that's a good idea so that could come in here eventually so yeah you know I can't stroll over to RT after the show and go hey I do the same job as you but you get paid multiples do you remember have the, some money do you remember there used to be a thing where you could share photographs by you know you could turn on some app and we used to tap, tap our phones together do you remember that yeah we yeah. share things you can, there's, a, there's a thing on on, uh, on Apple where you can do that you can, yeah, you can so share with now you can do it with cash so I can give a tip to, to a driver without them getting my details it just it'll appear in their phone yeah okay it's nice it's, it's coming soon for buskers there's QR codes on the, you, know, you can get on a drum kit or whatever and it's just good it's a nice nice way of you know being sound be sound see I think buskers will do better because buskers if you were passing a busker you might be inclined to give them your loose change it might not be that much mm. but if you were giving them a bip it's going to be minimum of a couple of euros it, it? well yeah or a euro or two, you're not going to go less than a euro on a bip your bip's going to be over a euro so the only people who we won't be tipping about by the end of all these QR codes is still the bar people which Americans cannot understand when they go mere what you don't tip your bartenders no no I got chased out of a place in New York for miscalculating a bill. Well, you tip, tip the waiting staff in a pub, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, but just not the people behind the bar. No. Why do they get left out? They do get left out. Not in America. Especially the ones that look after you. Yeah. Anyway, it's uh, it's proper legislation in the UK. I'm bip. sure it'll come here soon. You cannot uh, not I pass can't on. Wait to bip you, Nobby. What would you be tipping me for? Just for doing a great show. Strawberry alarm clock at 7 to 4. Don't forget the uh, lottery is worth 17 million on Wednesday. The highest, second highest it's ever been. I never play the lotto. But you I will this Wednesday, will, I will. Yeah, when they go that big, I go, I don't ah, come understand on. why people do that. I'd be like, it's just typical of me as well. I'd sneak in, never play, take the 17 million, annoy everyone who normally plays. He's not even a regular. And uh, off I'd go. <laughs> Regulars only. So you can be back to work for like three days and then gone. Oh, imagine. Here's the story as well. If you are back to work today, right, so a national uh, recruitment company have done a, a decent survey and they've released it today. Convenient. Employees want to work from home for three days a week. Employers yeah. would, gen- would generally rather two. The report says the majority of candidates give flexible working equal importance to the salary on offer and as thousands of people are back today under the National Recruitment Federation president dude. Daniel o, uh, Donald O'Donoghue the D, he's the mother <laughs> the DOD. he's the mother DOD <laughs> he's the flexibility workers have because it's a long like people have become used to this it's a year and a half it's not like it was two weeks they have nice little home they told us two weeks the box room or whatever it is the kitchen is, it's looking it's you know they've got everything where they need it yeah so if you really are kind of getting the fear today I think there's just too many people who are all looking for the same thing for all the bosses of Ireland to turn around and say, no. If you're a slacker, right, you probably want the, the boss will probably want you in so they can keep an eye on you. If, you're a, if you work well in, in a quiet environment, no colleagues coming over going, see the match last night, none of that happens. None of that happens. So you, you can just get to work and do some stuff. But like, yep. if you're Dawson, your boss will know. I think if you're a Dawson, though, your boss already knows. Yes. And HR might already know. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> they have a little circle around your name. The general vibe, now obviously there's lots of people listening that, you know, you can't do any days from work, it just won't work for whatever you do and that's probably annoying as well. You might feel a little bit kind of cheated out, out of everybody else. I've seen there are hubs now appearing, right? So yeah. these are just outside Dublin, say, and they'll, the little offices you go to, you don't even, you don't stay in your house. Mm. You go to the hub, you uh, rent uh, an office sort of... Yeah, like a, a space. A, a space, and you can you can link desk. up link up with work, and off you go. Yeah, and you do your job from the hub instead of driving all the way into, you know, the city centre looking yeah. for parking. 
it makes a lot of sense and there's less commuting if you're out now there was a good few places like there's one up in CHQ there and there's ones in Cork as well that have been around for a good few years it's, it's not a new thing um, but I think we're going to see more of them so like you'd still be because if you are working in your bedroom like if, if you're or you're living let's say you're renting an apartment and your your office is, was your dining table or your bedroom was your office and your sleep space and I, like and you're in there for like eight hours plus the eight hours of the sleep mm. two thirds of your day was in people's bedrooms that's not good for your head well, and the only downside as well is the, all the baristas and shop owners and bakers and chefs that, you know, they rely on all these people being in work. Yeah. And they haven't been, and they, they need a lot of them to come back to stay afloat. So Buy a coffee and a croissant today, basically, is what we're saying. Yes. Look Give after you your to, locals. I mean, you shouldn't jump in and do a full eight, nine, ten hours day anyway. That wouldn't be normal. Yeah. You wouldn't start climbing Mount Everest tomorrow just because you like to take hill up uphill walking. Two days, two days from the house sounds sounds pretty good. Yeah, well, they want three. Yeah, so three in the middle. What you want and what you get are two different things, aren't they? <laughs> it depends on your gig. There's some jobs that absolutely suit this kind of thing. Some jobs have things where if they know you're not on your laptop for the last ten minutes, they'll know. Yeah. So if you have one of those jobs, I think you should be allowed to do wherever wherever you want to work from. Anyway, we, we're glad you're back, okay? Because it means there's more people around to hear our show. Yes. So, fair play to you. It must be, it's going to be difficult though, for you to do the show, do your uh, day's work without this morning on in the background now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Philip and Holly will be talking to the back of your head. But put us on your speaker or your, your, your web and your computer speakers and yep. have a bit of company. That's what radio is, just a bit of company. Like a mate that isn't too intense, you know? That's our advice got a bit today. intense there. Yeah, I know. You've been intense. Now, it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. With Autobuy. Sell your car the easy way. Instant cash for your car today. Visit autobuy.ie. So, uh, Strictly returned at the weekend and it had its lowest viewership since 2010. Only 7 million people tuned in. This is down from the, the heyday of like you know I think they had 16 million at one point there's no doubt it, I, I don't think it's in an X Factor space but the excitement will it, it's going to wear off so this is the show where they introduce everybody um, Tom Fletcher I don't even know whether they're bothering Tom Fletcher clearly will win um, he's been showing off his he's been he's a uh, tanning pants tanning pants yeah, what are tanning pants yeah, they're pants that you wear while you're getting a fake tan blasted onto you that's meant to be a little tong paper tong a little tong Oh, he was wearing that? No, he's showing his tongue after his tanning. All oh, right. Anyway, he'll win that. Come on, who are you kidding? All those guys, they win everything. They can dance. Well, they do. They, they've won. They won the cube. He won the cube. That guy, Tom Fletcher. Which one? Did he not win a, another strict? Yeah, the dance on nice. No, another strictly fellow won that. Right. Another fellow. Another fellow won the jungle. They win everything. Is there a bang of Jake Gyllenhaal off you or not? He jumped to the fence of Mila Kunis and what's your man's name? Frank. No. He used to be married to Demi Moore. <laughs> yes. Ashton, Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher. Yeah. Remember they said about their kids and they put up videos saying, yeah. oh, we do watch your kids. Well, he defended them at the time. Uh, he does actually share. I mean, by the way, anyone who's been on a movies that are in a trailer, like, has your shower ever really worked? <laughs> they don't work in the trailers. Uh, the sinks barely do. I, uh... What do you want to know about that? <laughs> I don't know what it was. I, it was an answer to a question where I was being sarcastic and ironic and it's followed me around. Yeah. <laughs> there, Jake. Ed Sheeran has announced his tour, as we know, uh, last week we yeah. we heard that. And it's it's spelled the plus minus equals divide Mathematics. Multiply, but it's called the Mathematics Tour. Are you supposed to know that? Well, it wouldn't look as cool written down with a mathematics tour. Every DJ who's talking after the end of the Ed Sheeran will probably remind you for the next half a year. So, so if you go to see two of his shows, does that double maths? It is <laughs> double maths. Um, so this will be the first time he's performed with a band, as far as I know. Yeah. Again, if he just turned up with his pedals again, it'd be the same. You have to yeah. keep going. It. No, he's got a band. I think he's got backing singers the whole lot, so a much bigger sound. So Ted Lasso did very well, including lead actor in a comedy at the Emmys for Jason Sudeikis. He was he was the dude from American Pie, isn't he? I'm not sure. Eugene Levy's son. Am I confusing up me, Jason's? You might be, yeah. I want to thank uh, you know, people like uh, Mick Napier, uh, folks at Second City, uh, I.O., The Annoyance. Uh, 
I want to thank folks uh, at SNL. I want to thank Lauren, who went to go take a dump now. Perfect. <laughs> Jesus. Oy, oy, oy. He'll, he's going to get home. He's going to watch it. He loves watching the Emmys at home. It's fine. It's fine. Which home is the big question? Um, no, it's not him, by the way. Different, different situation. Yeah, and uh, the up- Jason Biggs. The upcoming Batman movie theme is out now. Here's yeah, to get you a little bit of a teaser for it. I'd nearly say forget every other Batman theme and, and check this out. Sounds a bit like uh, dun, 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 dun. Darth Vader's theme. May the force be with you, Batman. Anyway, Batman is coming back. And he's meeting Colin Farrell. Yes, I'm the penguin. <laughs> Loads of shot in Liverpool. Loads of it. Was it? Mm. Okay, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to Bond. Good job, the boat coming soon. Uh, that is Dish the Dirt for now. Thanks for listening to FM World 4's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast. Listen daily and don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episode straight to your device.